Hey guys, it's Keith. And this is Jesse. And this is New Player Has Joined. A podcast about the video games people love and why they love them. Today is just us. Today it's just, it's just us. us. It's just no, yes. Nobody else nobody is allowed else is in. in the room here. You can't even you listen can't to even. this episode. That's it. Get out of this yeah, room. Yeah, it's just us. And Aristotle. <laughs> and Aristotle, Aristotle is also here in the room. And guys, today we're talking about a game that is near and dear to our heart and also far away from our heart. And it should stay close and far away as long as possible. Because it is time... For love it, hate it. It is Fallout 4, everybody. Yes. We're talking about a game that we love and, and also hate. hate. That we love and, and that love we, and we hate. hate. Yeah. There's tons to love about this game. There's tons to hate about this game. It's uh, it's a good time. We have some uh, some games we make for each other, and I dare say they go well. They they go they go pretty well. And guys, there is a definitely another voicemail bag after yes. the episode. There is a voicemail bag at the end of the episode, so stay tuned uh, after the music for uh, a, a pretty good chunk of pretty change of people good. asking questions. Pretty good and, chunk of change. Almost we, a dollar. Almost a dollar. Almost a dollar. And we encourage you all to to call in with any questions you have. And uh, we also encourage you, as a reminder, to listen to our Stitcher DLC episodes. Go to stitcherpremium.com and uh, check out all the new episodes that we do. A new one every week. And we were talking about what? Stardew Valley and Skyrim. Talking about Stardew or... Skyrim. Uh, talking about, we're talking about like anything is happening that week. We're Death Stranding. About. We were talking about this last in week. In our old library of other episodes. Yeah. So check them all out. Uh, there's that Starburns promo code. So do that. Call them with the voicemails, et cetera. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram, social media, et cetera. So many different avenues. At New Player Pod. You guys get, you get it. it. You get it. And speaking of belaboring things to death, gang, there's <laughs> a settlement that needs our help. And trust us, they don't need. They don't. They don't it's just to, feral fine. ghouls. You're it's fine. just the same fine. fucking feral You don't feral need ghouls. anything. You don't. You're fine. Need to just. It's just gonna keep going. It doesn't stop. Ignore the Minutemen. Ignore them. This is new players join. Go in. No, we can't. We can't. We gotta. We gotta up it's, top banter. It's just us. It's just it's us. It's just us. It's just me. Oh, and Keith. God, it feels good. God, I, oh. I get to be myself. Oh, we can finally stop oh. holding in all those burps we've been keeping oh. in from all this Perrier yeah. we drink. Oh my gosh. All this free fucking Perrier from Starburns. Whenever there's a guest, we have to feign interest and ask them how they're doing <laughs> and how was the drive to Burbank. It sucked. We know. Uh, it's Burbank. <laughs> what do you want? Um, but now we get to just be us. We get to be relaxed. Yeah. Just us, Jesse. Just, just calm. This just good. Just easy. We're sitting here in uh, the Starburns lounge space. We got banished. We got this banished is, from the, the studio room. to the red it's, room. I think if other podcasts saw this room, they'd be like, oh, that's pretty nice. But it's still a banished room. It is a, it is a room with semi-soundproofing foam and then a long strip of what I can only describe as... What if the rug from The Shining was made into a wallpaper? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's got definitely a feel of I'm being haunted. Yeah, in not, the 70s. Or I'm not cool. Yeah, uh, in one the of, 80s. In the 80s, yeah, yeah. One of those. <laughs> this all used to be Jason Smith, the CEO of Starburns yeah. Audio's office, and uh, they kicked him out. <laughs> they were like, you got to go, bro. That's how this company works is uh, whoever's up top, you eat them first. Yeah, uh, if, that's if, what you do. If you've listened to our Patreon episodes, you'll know Jason Smith is the crazy taxi fan. And if you don't listen to our Patreon episodes, I don't know. He's, he's a crazy taxi. A crazy I don't know taxi. what to tell you guys. What do you want to know about Jason? What do you want? What do you want from us, guys? 
chill. It's going to be another hour and a half of us just yelling. What do you want? Yeah. What do you yeah. want? It's not only is it an aggressive episode, it's an it's an uh, strangely long episode. It's really long because we're angry. We're asking <laughs> what's going on. Some of you are in your cars, and it's just funny because I hope you're next to another car and all they hear is, what do you, what do you want? want? In traffic? <laughs> what do you want? Like, like you're playing an angry voicemail over your audio. Are there, no, you're having an argument with your ex or something. Yeah. Like, and they're like, oh, those two people oh, are man. going at it. That dude's probably on the Bluetooth, and he is not happy. He's not having it at all. Guys, to help us along with it, pretend you're also upset wherever you're on the phone with just oh my god can't deal with this oh you know it'd be really fun let's do it just have have a fake conversation with us right now if if you're in a public place and you think it would weird people out just try to respond and we'll just throw in some gaps there so that it sounds like you're talking just what's your fucking problem no no i saw you i saw you do it it's true. He saw you. No, no. no don't, don't even try to don't, don't, try, even. don't try to don't defend even you. Don't try to Wait, no, then tell us. Tell us, uh, please. Tell, we'll no, listen. please, please. We'll, we'll listen. listen. We'll listen. Okay. No. Right? Y- right. Okay, but that's different. Well, no, but, but that's, that's different. different. In this that's, situation, it's different. It's different. It's a different situation. This is why we have an issue. This is why we have an issue. Good for you. That was fun. Okay, for, that, yeah, was that, good. Was that was fun. That was fun. For us. Was we fun. all we, did that together. We gave you a little gap there. We hope you took advantage of it and got the last word in. Should we talk about video games? Should we? Should we introduce the other to today's episode? Hey guys, guys, welcome to New Players. Join the podcast about the video games people love and, and why they love them. Yay! We, we did, did it. it. We did it. Today we did we're it joined by us, you. You. Just you. You're the talking to us. We're not listening. I mean, that's basically what we've said forward. Uh, we accidentally set it up perfectly. I think I think this is a new chapter of the show. You think so? I think so, because I think you and I have hit a point where we want to talk about big games. We do want to talk about There's big games, games that we want to talk about, and sometimes I'm like, we don't need a guess. Let's just go talk about yeah, that let's game. Just, let's just, we, because we have so much we want to say. Guys, we have so much to say. That was an anomaly, that, but, that we will, we but we will eventually. We will get... <laughs> but today is a special episode. Today is such a special episode. It is a special Jesse, episode. Do, do we not love this game? We do. Do we not love this we game? We love this game. And Keith, may I also pose a question? Yes. Do we not hate this we game? We also hate this game. Guys, we're back with our latest installment of Love It, Hate It. And today, Keith, what game are we talking about? We are talking about Fall Out Four. Yes, we are. This game, this game, this game. I mean, I loved it. I, I mean, got this, the hype train. The hype train for the this hype game train was, big. was insane. I mean, the mobile game to hype up this game for the actual game was successful. I didn't even know about the mobile game. Do you know game. about the iPhone game? No. Where since you make your own Fallout shelter with your own characters and no, everything like great. that. No, that's great. Jesse, that's how big this game was. It had its own preamble game. Again, but there are parts of it that you're like, I kind of fucking hate that. Gotcha. I kind of hate that. Gotcha. kind of hate that. What okay. about you? How'd you feel? What was it? How about you? So, uh, Fallout 4, for anybody who has no idea about the Fallout series, very, very simple. You are in the 50s in the future. Yes. <laughs> That's kind of the vibe it's, of this game. It's definitely the 1950s. Yeah, it's like, but it's 2050? 2077. Do that, but I think you get... Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah. But uh, essentially what happens in every Fallout game is there is a nuclear Fallout, and then you are a wasteland survivor just walking around solving some problem of yours. It's the same problem every time your son is missing or somebody you love is missing. It's serious and yet uh, jokey. Yes. 
I love the tone of Fallout 4. I do too. I uh, I yeah. love the art. It's, it's I love the direction. It's it's an it's an amazing game at its core. Yes. That has uh that has a an interesting story, a lot of fun locations, a lot of fun mechanics, a wonderful skill tree, etc. 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 Skyrim in the future. Exactly. That's a very good it's, sell. It's Skyrim with a sense of humor. And then on the opposite side, it is one of the most fundamentally flawed games. So <laughs> flawed. So many ways. Okay. Let's start out. This is my first Fallout game that I played. Okay. I had uh, watched I come, Yeah, I, I had watched people play 3 and New Vegas. Yes. Which but is I had from never my camp. played. That's yes, me. that's you. You're, I, I mean understand. that's PC. That's PC. Right. That's New Vegas and even just Fallout 3. Not even Fallout 3 New Vegas because people would argue New Vegas is like the Fallout game yeah. with all the different options and everything like that. Yeah. Um and even Fallout 3 though, and here's the big difference when you talk to people, there's a lot of different options, right? Mm -hmm. When you have a quest or something to go on, somebody's like, "Hey, I want you to do research for me." Right. You can intimidate them. Right. You can use your intelligence. Uh -huh. There's so many different ways to approach the situation. Right, right. And in this in game, Fallout 4 what are the options every single time you talk to somebody? Every uh, single time. There is uh, be nice, be quiet, be a dick, ask a question, which will then prompt you to either be nice, be quiet, or be a dick. And But what are all of those answers? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Every single no, answer but is yes. yes. Everything yeah. is just yes. Even sarcasm or being a jerk to somebody in Fallout 4 is just, hey, yeah, I'm going to agree. But that's the part of the game that we're like, we hate this. Before before we even get into it. Dude, before. Before we even get into the issues with the game, we should just give a very, very quick rundown of the game. Okay. Fallout 4 begins, you are a man or woman, your choice, living in the 1950s, also, we assume. Again, one of the best parts about playing these games is creating yourself or creating right. a character. The customization is out the window so right. cool. If you've uh, if you've checked out our Twitter, you might remember Chomp Chomp the Nightmare Monster, the character I created in Fallout 4. And if you don't follow us on Twitter, you just assume what Chomp Chomp the Nightmare person looks like. She looks exactly like you hope she looks like. So you play as a, a member of this family. It's you and your spouse and your son, Sean. And you're just in your home, and all of a sudden, boom, the nuclear attack arrives, and you are rushed to a fallout shelter, Shelter 111. It's clearly like Cold War. Like yeah. it's the Soviets or something. Yeah. It's like that world. Like the Soviet Union's still around, and the America's still around, there's mm -hmm. like a Cold War going on. You rush to a shelter. You are instantly frozen. The next thing you know, you wake up and you see your spouse uh, in the other chamber with your son, Sean, so who's a baby. Back up for a second. Fallout shelters, that's what the whole game's supposed to be. They yeah. took all of these different fallout shelters, and there's different ways. Every single game, there's each shelter's completely different. Yeah, they have their own so story. Fallout their own 3, patterns. you're literally like in a fallout shelter with other people, and you live your life. Right. This one was a trap. So there's all sorts of fallout shelters are actual traps yes. and all for scientific experiments. Yeah, they're they don't all explain, horrifying. They don't explain anything to anyone, basically. And this one was just a trap to study people and have them cryogenically frozen as specimens. And you watch your son, you, you watch your spouse get murdered and your son get kidnapped, and then you wake up, and the whole game is, I am searching for my son, Sean. That's the premise of Fallout 4. As far as motive goes, pretty solid. Pretty, it's pretty a staple. Pretty Good game base to start from. Yeah. I want to go save my son, and I want a revenge of my yeah. wife or Vengeance ends, and I need to save the thing I care about. Yes. Good start. And then everything in this game 
is fun, and there are different factions, and there are different areas. You can uh, build areas. towns, you can build up settlements, yep. you can change the way you look, what kind of gear you have, the certain people you meet, the companions right. that you have. All the, You can steal stuff, you can kill people, like all those so, things. So, when I first played this game, something wonderful happened. Okay, but even before going to it, okay. why is this game specifically awesome to you, Jesse? Well, that's what I'm about to tell you, <laughs> Keith. Because when you start this game, you get out of that fallout shelter, and then you go to a little town nearby. Keith, what was the name of that town? Is it little or is it big? Boston. Not there yet. Oh. You go to Concord. Oh, Concord, yes. And if you're from Massachusetts, specifically North Shore, Massachusetts, you know the Battle of Concord, the Battle of Lexington. You know all about the American Revolution because it happened in your backyard. Concord is a town near where I grew up. I didn't realize... This game takes place in Boston, Massachusetts, in the future after the nuclear holocaust, and it's so it's so fucking cool to me. Yes, it's so fucking fun. If this was Denver, I'd be like, how and why? Yeah. why and how and how and why? By the way, if you want that experience, Horizon Zero Dawn is Denver. Yeah, yeah, it's not the same. I know it's not. It's not. The it's same. all just it's animals n- it's and... all disappeared. Yeah, in robot. I mean, there was a phase when there were robot animals walking around Denver, but it wasn't very long. It wasn't yeah. that hot of a thing. No, I love playing Fallout Four because so much of it is my backyard. Yeah, the first time it was like um, they they showed Quincy. There's a Situate. Uh, there's Saugus Ironworks. I was like Saugus. Saugus is the team that beat my my hockey team in the in the state championship when I was ten years old. We lost to Saugus. Yeah, that's the town that I'm in now. Like. Ipswich is there. Lexington is there. And then they just build up like, you got to go to Diamond City. You got to go to Diamond City. And I'm following the map. I don't know what Diamond City is. And when I get there, I'm like, it's fucking Fenway Park. Yeah. It was so fucking great. It was perfect. It, I, it didn't feel like Boston until the super mutants started doing racial slurs. Yeah. I'm like, right, now, now I'm in Boston. There it is. Feeling it. Yeah, Mr. Handy's uh, Yankees <laughs> suck tattoo gave it away. If you if you go to Boston, if you go to, to a Sox game at Fenway, I mean, how if you go to fucking Fenway Park and you go to a Sox game, they're going to be fucking street vendors out there hawking T-shirts for you. Hawking T-shirts. Hawking T-shirts. And one of them... It, there's the there's the the vendors selling t-shirts in Fenway Park and the vendors outside and they do not get along. They well because the vendors outside are just people who don't have <laughs> any right to be like legally like they can't be there. Meet the mats. Yeah, yeah. come buy a mat <laughs> shirt. Here's here's the difference. Inside Fenway Park, hide like the Dustin Pedroia uh, jersey in a medium. Outside Fenway Park. Hey, can I get the XXXL Jeter Sucks and A-Rod Swallows <laughs> t-shirt? I'm surprised that is, that's not sold out. That is legitimately sold all the fucking time. Yeah, I assume it's that. Terrible. That's way better than it's the, the so, actual it's legit It's so jersey. bad. Now, this game to me, again, I thought it was beautiful. The landscape, meeting the revolutionaries. Each little oh, campaign man. has like, we represent America and what yeah. our forefathers set, taught us and everything like that. And then they mean the factions. And that's what's so cool about it. All the little quests and all the little adventures you can go on when you meet the robots and they're basically pirates. Yeah, oh do... my God. So... At the USS Constitution, which is, if you don't know it, Old Ironsides, a ship from the Revolutionary War that sits in the Boston Harbor. So you play this game and you're like, this is awesome. I love this. I love that. And then there's glitches there's so or, many or there's so glitches. many points of the game that you kind of feel like I'm playing an engine more than I'm playing a game. Yes, and this is... I mean, this is the Bethesda problem, right? Yes. I'm replaying Skyrim right now. There are tons of glitches. And I was I was replaying Fallout 4, 
and I got right up towards the point where it's like time to make a decision, and the game glitched. No. In a way that I can't get past it. Uh. And it's the second time it's happened to me. The first this time. This is a 10 year old game. This shouldn't yeah. be happening. This is so the first time I played this game, first of all, there are the four factions. Um, there's the Railroad, the Brotherhood of Steel, the Institute, and uh, and the Minutemen. And the Railroad are the only real, like... The Railroad are so badass. Well, they're the only real good choice. Okay. Do you remember the music that plays when you go to the Underground Railroad headquarters? Like when you finally get in? I don't remember the music. I remember that moment when you have to type in Railroad yep. and pick up all the clues and There's, everything like that. And you so, go on the red... What is it? What is it? What is oh the trail? God. The red this trail? Is, this is so fucking Boston. And it, it's even a little bit confusing if you play the game as a Bostonian because the big thing is like, hey, if you want to meet the railroad, follow the Freedom Trail. That's pretty abstract. But if you're from Boston, the Freedom Trail is this brick trail that lines half of Boston that follows this this like history Doesn't tour. Isn't where like a Boston Massacre happened and things like that? Boston Massacre. It takes you by the State House. It takes you by the USS Constitution. It takes you by tons of shit. Like it's all over Beacon Hill. It's everywhere. I mean, something called the Freedom Trail, it sure is telling me where to go. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. (laughs) But, like, you follow this Freedom Trail, and it brings you to the Old North Church. If you've ever heard Two If By Land, One If By Sea, that's referencing Paul Revere's Midnight Ride. It's referencing if the British are coming by land, we'll light two two candles, uh, or, yeah, two if by land, one if by sea, and one candle if it's by, if they're coming by the ocean. That's where that happened. That's why it's, when you go into the map in Fallout 4, Diamond City is a ballpark, and the North Church is a candle. And it's so, like, just being from there, it's so fucking cool to see that history. Yeah. And that's where the goddamn railroad is. Like, these revolutionaries who are fighting against the Institute, it's so cool you open it up with, like, the cipher in this code. This brick wall slides away. There's a fucking person holding a goddamn minigun in your face. And somebody just, this woman just badass smoking a cigarette going, Who are you? And it's just like, this is so overwhelmingly But she cool. does it in the robotic Bethesda way. Yeah. Who are you? How did you get in here? Oh, man. I didn't let you in here. I don't know you. <laughs> Bethesda voice acting. Could you do it again, but more like you know how little we're paying you? <laughs> Like, they're all Star Wars actors, have no emotion. Just say words. They're all Jedis. (laughs) But that moment's amazing, and the music that plays underneath is this subtle, very cool, James Bond-esque spy music. Yes. And it's like, it permeates everything. There's, when you get underground in the railroad, everything's this old-timey brick arches in this basement, and there are computers, people hacking away, and it's just, it feels like you are part of something Big Bethesda, there's always just one character where they're like, why does he get personality? Nobody else has personality. Yeah. It's the, what's the gizmo dude? Tinker Tom. Tinker Tom's like, yeah, baby, I got that for you. And like, we'll run and get. That is exactly his deal. (laughs) He is just, he he is low key a crazy man who happens to be the smartest person in the room. Aristotle just walked into the room. Guys, he's pretending like he's not here. We're keeping it in, Our producer, Aristotle, just tried to sneak into this room quietly so he wouldn't make it onto the recording, and we have blown (laughs) up his spot. He's still slowly put down the... He's still quietly. He's not making any noise. Oh, it's amazing. He's going to keep this bit going for it. He's putting on the headphones now. He's quietly... He hasn't even plugged him. He's plugging him in. He's plugging him in. 
Aristotle, just Aww. nod when you can hear us. Nod when you can hear us. We He's love nodding. This. Oh, oh, man. He's your favorite. Oh, computer is open. <laughs> He's waving you guys. Aristotle, we're talking about Fallout 4 Fallout today. Fallout 4. He seems interested, but a little. Did you play it? He's a little. No. He says no. <laughs> He's not saying Are we going to slowly do that thing where Aristotle has to come in the room with us so we can talk to him? We're going to do that thing where we make Aristotle slowly come into every room with us <laughs> like he just did. <laughs> I'm digging it. Um, yeah, no. Tinker Tom is an amazing character. So he, let's, he's he yeah he has more personality. He has more voice acting. Was he just was he just played by somebody who gave a shit? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Again, who, Cicero in Skyrim, oh, where it's yeah. like he has a bunch of personality yeah, out of nowhere. He does out of nowhere. Yeah. And then this guy Tinker Tom has so much personality out of nowhere. Um, there there are a few characters, and this is this is the big difference for me because Skyrim is fine. Like, I get that it's huge and massive and everybody loves it, but when I play it, I'm like, this is fine. But Fallout 4 has such an impact on me because I get, every, like, Mr. Handy, Codsworth, like, such a personality. All your companions have personalities, right? Yes. Strong, the super mutant has very clear oh, personality. he's adorable. Uh, Kate, who is my personal favorite. You bring Kate with you everywhere. Oh, my God. Kate's amazing. First of all, this, uh, this is the thing that happens in the game, too. They're like, you know, you should check out the combat zone. And in Fallout 4, the combat zone is this bar where this woman, Kate, is fighting all of these raiders to the death. Here, can I say, there's a part where I'm going to see that I'm going to say, I hate it. Yeah? I hate this part. Okay, tell me why. I wanted to go in and go through an actual... An actual fight. I wanted, no, yeah. I wanted you to be like, you are going to be the top fighter here, yes. let's get you through. But instead, they're like, come in, kill everyone. Yeah. Everybody just starts attacking you. Yeah. There's no discussion. No. Nothing. There's no, like, here's a quest. I yeah. thought a quest was going to happen. Yeah, no. But instead, it was just, oh, Kate's going to join you and be your friend. Yeah. And I'm like, I like her. She's a cool companion. Yeah. But I was like, you wasted this. Yes. In my opinion. This yes. is what the things about Fallout 4 that I'm like... Boston looks awesome. I love exploring the trash system, like yeah. creating my own like town, essentially. But you should have had to go through a tournament to win to meet Kate. There were no real quests in this game. No. At the end, when you're, spoiler alert, invading the Institute, when yeah. you're doing things like that, I'm like, this is fun, yeah. and this is cool and interesting, but... A lot of the game isn't like that. Most of the game is, and this is again another Bethesda it's thing. Fetch. A rinse, yeah. It's just fetch quests over and over, AD, dungeon crawl AD, AD, over AD. and over. And they have cool, interesting stories like yeah. the family uh, that can't get old because they're yes. taking a serum. Like, yeah. there's so many little things in the game, and there's little uh, uh, Easter eggs. Like, you can actually go find the bar from Cheers. Yes, and they're hanging out in it, things like that. There's so much about this game. That I'm like, I love this. There's so much potential here. I think you kind of botched it. Yeah, I think you cut corners because you knew how much character the game had, and so you didn't think that you had to make fully fleshed out ideas and in I, the quest. I was so hyped for this game. I loved Fallout 3. I loved Fallout New Vegas. And this game came out, and again, it just felt like... It's like it's what I'm worried about, like Final Fantasy VII, what's going to happen, which yeah. is like, this looks great. Oh, my God, this is a Fallout game. But I'm like, it just feels yeah, empty. It, it, it lacks, it lacks the, something. It lacks the substance. Yeah. By the way, I was going to say, the combat zone in Boston in the, in the 80s, that was the Red Light District. It was the name for all the strip clubs and all of like the porno theaters was called the combat zone. Porno theaters? Porn porno theaters. Oh. Sorry, I pronounced it incorrectly. Porno theaters. <laughs> I'm, I, sorry, one more time. Porno theaters. Those porno theaters. I was like, <laughs> what? All there's, these poor people going to see theaters? There's, there's a bunch of, like you said, the Easter egg stuff. I mean, 
I forget which, it might be Jamaica Plains where you go to get the baseball stuff. And it's like the greatest treasure in the world is housed here. And the greatest yeah. treasure is the, the World Series bat. But I thought it was adorable and funny and still an amazing bat right. to play with because you can actually hit your opponents into the sky, basically. It's super fun. And there are a lot of moments like that in the game that have that payoff. It's just that there are so many that are like, even the missions that are cool. Even the USS Constitution. Yes. You come and you you find this this giant 1800s warship stuck in a tower, and all of the of the crew are robots who are dressed and talking like an old timey pirate crew. It's adorable. It's, it's amazing. Like, it's the funniest thing in the world. The whole time is just you trying to get their ship to actually fly. Right. But. What kind of quests do you do to make sure they do that? It's like fetching. It's quests. just fetch quests. You just do the same thing over and over. You do the same thing over and over, and they just find a different reason for it every time. Which is again, you're like, this is great, this is fun, but yeah, you're doing the same thing. It's repetitive, and yeah. you know it's repetitive, and you're feeling it's repetitive. I thought Skyrim's missions were way more entertaining than uh, they, Fallout. They feel the same to me. By the way, do you remember what happens at the end of the USS Constitution one? Yeah, they land literally just on a little bit higher of a building. They land in a higher tower, and then they all celebrate. They're like, another hundred years, we'll be able to get out of here. We'll be able to see the ocean. (laughs) Because they're just like, it doesn't matter. We're never going to die. Do you want to jump in? Or do you want to jump in your game? game? I'm just trying to figure out timing and things like that. I mean, Keith, you do whatever you want to do. We've got all the time in the world today. Aristotle tells me he's free until nine thirty tonight. Oh, I love it. He's just nodding his I head. Love it. I, love it. I love it. I love it. So okay. I'm curious, but I have to assume that your game is somehow quizzing me something about Boston. No, it's not. No. Um, since Jesse, Jesse and I decided for this episode. We're going to give each other games. Yeah. We're going to give each other games. We like so, the uh, games. We like games. You guys like games, and you want to know more about us. I like that we tell you what you like. Yeah. You know what you, you like guys like? Games. You like the color green. You, <laughs> you like the color green? What about the color blue? You like you, it. You really like the beginning of this podcast where we let you have a fake conversation with us and, and allowed you oh, to have gap time. Aristotle, you missed Aristotle, it. Aristotle, you missed, Aristotle, it. You missed it. It was it, such bro. a good episode. We had this bit. We had this bit before. Are we going to explain this to No, me? we don't have to. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, so this game for Jesse is called this is Keith's time to do a quiz for Jesse it doesn't matter what it's about he just has to answer my questions and it doesn't matter at all what the topic is I should have so seen this coming I picked a bunch of questions oh my God, uh, that's so that funny. I just I see, these are just fun questions it's, for Jesse to it's answer it's so funny to me how aggressively evil this is <laughs> Because you're just like you fucking have to answer. It's so, it's it's like if this if this were a Doritos flavor, it'd be like spicy extreme nachos. I, I, look, it's I did I don't have a backup game, so okay. this is it. This is this. Whatever I write is what we have. You to You didn't do. write a backup game, Keith. I, I know this is crazy of me. Everybody uh, should have a backup game. Aristotle, everybody should have a backup, backup game. game. Aristotle, thank you, Aristotle. Says yeah. Question one. Okay, here we go. In a bank heist, what would be your preferred role? Oh shit. Ah. Uh, <laughs> Fuck. Oh, man. Um, Take away your anxieties or anything like Getaway what? driver. <laughs> so not even in the bank. No. <laughs> nah, bro. Getaway driver. I would. 
I'd be, I would love to be the dude wearing sunglasses, not even a mask, just sunglasses. <laughs> and when everybody jumps in the car and they're like, go, 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 I'm like, seatbelts. <laughs> <we're>, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, we're going. I check the mirrors. The cops are like, I can hear them closing in. I'm like, time for a little cat and mouse time, my man. <laughs> and then just floor it. These guys just hate you. Like, oh, they, they hate, hate me. you so much. They hate me. And what they don't, don't know, what they don't know is that I'm a social studies teacher for a third grade classroom in my day job. And this is just how I get my kicks. I just picture you like as soon as you get away from the cops, you're like, so what happens? Yeah, yeah. Like, that's all you just want to know. Every time I leave a car, I unplug, I take the keys out, I walk out of the car, and I chuck the keys as far as I can into a lake or the woods. And I go, looks like you guys did well. Buy me a new one. And then I disappear until they call me again for the next job. I dig it. Get away, driver. <laughs> Question number two. You are caught after your bank heist. You are a new fish in prison. What is your first move? Okay, first thing, I'm still wearing the sunglasses. <laughs> I, I do not give up the character. The character is a part of me. And you're in prison. I'm Everyone's in prison, staring at you. And everybody's and like, so your confident. name's Jesse Neal. And I'm like, they call me the kid. <laughs> and I won't drop it. I will not drop it. Like, people beat the shit out of me, and every punch, I'm like, every punch they land on my jaw, I'm like, I could have done that faster. I'm just like, I'm all about speed, but I don't have a car, so you can't tell. I cannot back this up. Where are the moments that you're just crying because you get to beat yourself? Every time I'm on the bath, I'm on the toilet, I'm just crying. <laughs> and and it's funny because it's a shared room, so my, exactly. my cellmate sees me crying, and he knows. And then I get off the toilet, and he's like, you were just crying. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Like, I never, I'm I'm a head case, and so nobody, nobody touches me because they're like, this guy's fucking crazy. <laughs> I think if I ever went to prison, I'd stab the biggest guy I saw. Yeah. And the moment they take me out of solitaire, I'd stab him again. Because <laughs> the first time, he's like, oh, I'm going to kill that guy. And the second time, he's like, that dude is nuts. Like, he's just trying uh, to stab if, me. If I'm in prison, I'm taking a shiv. I'm finding the biggest guy in the prison. I'm not tapping him on the shoulder. I'm kicking him in the back of the leg. And when he turns around, I'm shiving myself in the <laughs> gut. And I'm looking him dead in the eyes and going, I'm fucking crazy. <laughs> Nobody mess with this guy. <laughs> Who had a worse ending? Game of Thrones or Abraham Lincoln? <laughs> Well, a Abraham Lincoln accomplished something. So, <laughs> so Game of Thrones had the worst ending. And then House of Cards had an even worse ending. Uh, question four. Mary, fuck, kill. The Beatles. You have to kill two. <laughs> okay. Uh, so Ringo's dead. I all know well, Ringo's no, dead. I was going to say, do I have to read uh, Catcher in the Rye before <laughs> I do? <laughs> He's already dead. Sorry to let you know. Um, obviously, you marry George Harrison. You fuck... Uh, you fuck Paul. Oh, damn. Yeah, you know damn. why? Damn! Because he's abusive to you. I'm sorry. He's an abusive husband. You don't marry the one who's an abusive husband. Oh, that's so good. And Ringo, I, I kill you, but I do it quickly. Um, <laughs> I have no ill intent towards you. But Ringo, if, if you're listening, and I know you, you are, are. <laughs> I do kill you. <laughs> Question five. Sure. <laughs> Hardest question I've ever asked anyone. Keanu Reeves or Terry Crews? Oh. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I think I'd fuck Terry Crews. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a question, that was, right? Yeah, that was That's, what I was asking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you just put in your head whatever I was asking. <laughs> question six, uh, you have to get rid of one genre of music, excluding EDM, techno, etc. Country. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, bluegrass is beautiful. Uh, indie folk is beautiful. Country. No country. Country is the same song over and over. Trap music and country are the same thing right now. It's just cookie cutter bullshit and it's buzzwords. If you've never listened to uh, to Bo Burnham's song Pandarin, check that. Yeah, Aristotle's laughing because he knows. Country music nowadays is just bullshit marketing. There's yeah. no music. Like, Willie Nelson used to have it. Nothing exists like him that I know of today. It's like new country. Yeah, and I mean, prove me wrong, but if if nothing else, stadium country needs to go the fuck stadium away. Stadium country, stadium country. Question seven, mm-hmm. Lomachenko or Cyborg Lomachenko for 200 years in the future? Okay, uh, if you're unfamiliar, Keith is asking me about my favorite boxer or the cyborg version of him that will exist in 200 years. And because the planet, uh, all of humanity will be dead in 200 years, I, I won't get to watch him, so I'm going Lomachenko. Yeah. Now, yes. I, was, I was picturing uh, Cyborg Lomachenko showing up now through, like, a void or something oh. and being like, we fight, we okay. fight. And then Lomachenko's if, like, yeah, if we want if to fight, we fight. If that's the case, I would, um, I would fuck Cyborg Lomachenko. <laughs> <laughs> that was the question, right? That was the question. Okay, yeah, yeah. cool. Uh, question eight, which is scarier, falling from a tall building or being stuck in an elevator with your ex? Uh, tall building. I've got some shit I could say to her. <laughs> I've got I've got some words that went unspoken that I would like to share. I like that. Uh, question nine. Remember the cartoon show Doug? Yeah. I just realized it's a show about anxiety and dealing with internal monologue as his life progressed. But I digress. <laughs> How the hell did a show a cartoon show with the title Doug get made? Um I how many I'm thinking about the other cartoons that were made at the time. Yeah. Like and Doug. Doug. He's a bald kid who has anxiety. <laughs> he's a he's a thirty eight year old boy. Yeah. Uh who has a friend who makes a meep meep sound effect and whose dog dances. <laughs> I forgot about was it Skeeter? Skeeter. Meep 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 meep. Yeah. Oh my god. Are you in the A V club? I am. I know. I know. It's why I said it. Uh every episode of Doug should end with an adult grabbing Doug by the shoulders and going, just fucking ask her out. <laughs> Just fucking ask out Patty Mayonnaise or don't. Shit or get off the pot, Douglas. You want to marry somebody named Patty Mayonnaise? His name would have to be Douglas Mayonnaise. And yeah, he would take her last name because... I mean, his sound, his name sounds like Mayonnaise. Is Doug funny? Doug funny. Would she be Patty funny? No, Doug, fuck that. Doug, He's Doug Mayo. Doug funny Mayo. Uh, question 10, final question. Sure. My segment of the show. <laughs> Hamburgers or tacos? Not Cheeseburgers. Cheeseburgers. You want to do cheeseburgers? Cheeseburgers or tacos? Yeah. You'd fuck cheeseburgers. I mean, if Terry Crews was holding one, I might. Is that weird? No. <laughs> I, If I had to only eat either cheeseburgers or tacos, if I had to get rid of one. And I'm talking like the best taco and the best cheeseburger. Oh, fuck. Okay, let me think about the best fucking cheeseburger. I... Like a smash <sighs> burger. Fuck. I, I got to have that burger. Same. I gotta have that burger. I'm thinking the same way. I gotta. This has been this is Keith's segment. It doesn't matter what Jessica's <laughs> saying, because this is what I'm decide what to do with our time. And Aristotle's in the room. Yay! Yay! That was a fun game. Thank uh you. you really forced me to answer a lot of uncomfortable questions. <laughs> um 
And then you uh, forced me to have an anxiety attack, imagining, imagining myself in an elevator with my ex-girlfriend. <laughs> See, I would just hope that it was me falling down that elevator shaft. Yeah. <laughs> I'm uh, just like, at the buttons, like, which one of these is fall to death? <laughs> I would just be like, we are both unhealthy. Yeah, that's really That's really like all it is. Like, we just both take yeah. blame and take the fault. The things, the things I'd have to say to her are... We don't like each other. We don't have to talk right now. Let's wait for whoever's going to come to save us to come yeah, to save it's us. It's more of just sad of just like past relationships. It's not so much if I hate you. It's like, ah, oh, it sucks that didn't work. Yeah. Yeah. That's it, more it's, of like, it's just, it's sadness it sucks and that anger. We, that we caused pain to both of each other. Yeah. Instead of just being happy with the time we had. But yeah. no healthy couple goes, that was great for five years. Well, bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No sane people do that. Right, Aristotle? Right, Aristotle? Aristotle just a single just... tear shedding down the... <laughs> that got him. Uh, so for this game, I want to explain the factions just a little bit more. Yeah, let's go into the factions. So let's, the let's... Rev- the revolutionary dudes. What are those guys' names? The Minutemen. Minutemen. Minutemen are all about America and bring bring. They're more like let's get the Minutemen back together. Let's get the, the band the, back and, together. And again, the Minutemen, from a historical standpoint, are the soldiers who fought at Lexington and Concord. The original people who, when the British were lining up and shooting guns, were surrounding them, being like, "No, nope, that's not how war is going to work anymore." And, and it's interesting because in this game, back like Revolutionary times, when they use uh, their muskets, in this game they use a crank rifle. So it is kind yeah, of like it's similar. old, similar Revolutionary time. And then there is the Institute. The Institute is the evil. Science, science, but essentially, like everyone is being told on in Boston, there's this place called the Institute, and they have robots, and they turn people into like cyborgs. You can't tell if they're a robot or not a robot, yeah. and they're collecting your information and things like that. Yeah, there's a. Uh, it feels like, I, and people don't know if they're actually Minutemen are goody two shoes. Uh, the Institute are rich pricks. Everybody has per- personalities. Yeah, but no one has a philosophy really, except. Uh, uh, the ra- the railroad the railroad is just like synths or people yeah because that's the other thing that happens uh the, that is the the subplot in this game is it's about uh, slavery and human rights and all it's all sorts of social inequalities and rights but synths are robots the institute creates but they're basically becoming humans yeah in a way they're human they're this their own life intelligent they, they don't know that they're synths yeah basically and so it just becomes about the institute going they're not people we made them and the railroad going you made them with intelligence and and some kind of consciousness so they are human now and we have to save them yeah which is a very noble wonderful practice and then there's the fucking nazis they're just Nazis. they're just they're just nazis it was the most when these characters showed up i was like you all have the alt-right haircut yeah you're all saying the fucking like you're all wearing black dog whistle leather all that sort of stuff yeah the brotherhood of steel is just a bunch of people like since don't have the right to exist it's also called the brotherhood yeah it's called it's so (laughs) nazi There, there are few things as fun for me as killing Elder Maxon every chance that I get. It's like the first thing I want to do is I want to yeah. wear your jacket. He's <laughs> they did that in Skyrim too. It was like for the Nords. Like yeah. both sides suck. One yeah. side is the Empire and they're evil, and the other side is like we only like There's Nords. racial undertones under the entire thing. It's very creepy. There's there's a lot of creepy shit. I always go railroad because their message makes the most sense, and it makes me feel like. I am part of an important movement. I try to do the Minutemen whenever I play, but they're so they're, there's no personality to them. They're boring. Here's hate. Here's where my hate. Here comes the hate. Here it is. Hate train. Here it comes, guys. Is it, here's why I fucking hate this. Is there another settlement that needs your help, Keith? Well, I hate that. That's not it. I want to talk about the railroad. 
Yeah. Remember there was a glitch so you couldn't complete the yes! game? Yes! You get to the For very end. To the very end of Fallout 4 and you're ready to make the decision of who to attack and who to let live and blah, blah, blah. And Desdemona, the head of the railroad, the next thing in the mission to do, to progress the mission, you got to talk to her. You just, they won't let her, you talk There's to her. There's a glitch. It's just like, it stops. So basically the game stops. Yeah. And they didn't fix the glitch for a very long time. Yeah. So I just start the game over. Yeah. Yeah. I. That's why I got some hate for this game. Yeah, absolutely. That there's a lot of glitches. There's a lot of little things that I'm like, it's a little thing, but it's a big little thing. Yeah. And that same glitch now exists, exists, but for the Institute. And the thing about the game when it got pitched was the creator was like, it just works. Everything that we're doing, it's not going to be glitchy. It's not going to be bad. No, and it's again, glitchy as fuck. This is why mods, this is why the PC, Master Race, all that sort of stuff, which is on consoles, if the game is broken, there's glitchy, you're screwed. Yeah, you're fucked. You're just screwed until an update comes out. If you go on PC, there's a mod. There's a yeah. guy who's already fixing it so the game can be fixed completely for you, or they make another game, or they figure a way around it. Yeah, this was a this is one of those things I was like, this is game-breakingly bad. Yeah. It's it's an unforgivable thing that like after this after Fallout seventy six Bethesda to me is a is a trash company right now mm-hmm. and maybe they'll they'll redeem themselves but in my eyes I'm like you guys suck and you gotta you gotta make something up big yeah there's a Fallout multiplayer game out and yet I don't I just don't even comprehend the glitchiest about fucking it. thing yeah, in the world well, it's just got too much disgusting clout around yeah, it. Yeah, there's side. there's a lot of shit going on with that game. And speaking of games that have a lot of shit going oh, on with them. Oh, baby, baby, Keith, baby. It's time for my game. Oh, baby, baby, baby. Uh, now, listen. Yes. You know that I have a, a specific kind of game that I really love. A format that I refer to as a this or that. Yeah. Where it's set up in the premise, it's set up in the title. You can get with this, or you can get with that. Exactly. You can get with this, or you can get with that. I don't even know who that is. Aristotle, you know that song? Aristotle hey, he is just nodding. He's nodding. He's yeah, thinking he knows. about it. He knows that song. He won't tell us who it is. Mm, mm. Keith, it's time for a game I call Weapon from Fallout 4 or a movie starring John Wayne. Okay. Okay. I think I'll be good at this. I think my parents are conservative. I'll be pretty good at this. <laughs> <laughs> so they know about both guns and John Wayne. Uh, yeah. Uh, good thing about John Wayne, John Wayne didn't know how to ride a horse, so most of the time it was fake or just standing there. His real name was Marion. Um, <laughs> he was racist. Yeah, he was. He was a terrible person, so, wasn't he? He was a horrible human being. Horrible human being. Uh, All right. Just name if it's a weapon from Fallout 4 or a movie starring John Wayne. Number one, Big Jake. Uh, that is John Wayne. Damn. Fuck, you're gonna be really good I'm at this. Be aren't really you? good at this. Fuck, shit. <laughs> I thought I had him so good. I've also here's the thing. Um, this is one of the only other games that I basically have like 100 percent completion. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, it's fuck. this and Final Fantasy VII, which is just Jesse beat Final Fantasy I, I VII did. in my apartment. I beat it and he has 100 percent completion. Number two, Two Fisted Law. Uh, that is a gun. That is John Wayne. Two Fisted Law. Which movie does not? I don't. It's the one called Two Fisted Law with John Wayne. We <laughs> oh, want, they're just movies. They're all the I same thought, movie. I thought, oh, I thought. Okay, they're the titles for movies. Yeah. Oh, Big Jake is his name in the movie, but there's also oh. the title. So that, okay, that's why I was confused. Good. Ahead. Number three, Skipper's Last Stand. A gun? That is a gun. <laughs> what does that look like? I don't even remember. Skipper's I, Last Stand. I know. When I was I was I do this whenever I I try to do a this or that I go through a thing in a in a game and I'm like these all sound like something yeah what do they sound like right and then I have to cross check them uh, aerosol has brought it up oh yeah that's what thank you it looks like a submarine that's like, not it looks the, like a 
It almost looks like the broadsider, which is the cannonball gun that you get for beating the USS Constitution. Right. Okay. Thank you. Number four, El Dorado. Uh, that's a movie. Damn it. Fuck. Number five, The Quiet Man. That's a movie. Damn it. <laughs> Keith. Number six. D-Day. <laughs> yeah. The best of John Wayne. Uh, number, like it's an album. <laughs> It's just him being racist. I was going to say, just all the horrible things John Wayne's ever said. The Brotherhood of Steel is like, we like this. Number six, Dakota. Uh, it's a movie. Fuck. <laughs> Number seven, The Admiral's Friend. That is a gun. Shit! <laughs> Eight, Death from Above. It's a gun. Is this game no longer fun? <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it's fun for somebody. <laughs> Number nine, the war wagon. The war wagon. Oh my god. This is a good one. This is a good one. Oh, that's it shouldn't be movie. It is. Damn. It shouldn't be, but I'm like, that feels like a movie. Number ten, the shootest. That's a gun. That's a movie. There's a movie called awful, The Shootist. I don't awful know. movie. Number 11, Zhao's Sword. That's a gun. That is, uh, yeah, it's a sword, it's sword but yes. Yeah. And number 12, General Chow's Revenge. <laughs> so you can see why this game struck me, at least. <laughs> this is a movie. That's a gun. Oh. Number 13, Final Judgment. It's a movie that's a gun get them now <laughs> there we get go them now there we go 14 new frontier it's a movie that is a movie 15 conflicts it's a gun that's a movie ah 16 december's child it's a movie that's a gun Ooh. 17 the conqueror it's a gun that's a movie damn 18 western revolver it's a movie. That's a gun. No, nineteen. I'm losing it. Nineteen blue steel. There shouldn't be nineteen questions. There uh, aren't nineteen questions. There are twenty. <laughs> blue steel is a movie. That is, and number twenty, the last minute. It's a movie. That's a gun. Damn it, Keith. You did so well at that at the beginning. I think you held it from. I would say you got like a good seventy-five percent of it. Look at that. Very good. Thank you. Here's here's the thing though. Ask me. And I'm like, part of me is super bummed that. That wasn't a struggle for you. <laughs> because the comedy comes in the struggle. But then another part of me is excited for the second game that I made you. Perk from Fallout 4 or an upsettingly real name for a sex toy. And yeah, I Googled these and I'm not thrilled about the whole wait, thing. Wait, wait, we have two games? I made you two games. <laughs> I made you a second this or that because I couldn't decide. I should add a backup game. Damn it. <laughs> exactly. Do you still have another game? The other thing? I still have the other thing, okay, yeah. Cool. So this is Perk from Fallout 4, Jesus. or an upsettingly real name for a sex toy, and yeah, I googled these, and I'm not thrilled about the whole thing. <laughs> Number one, Motivator. <laughs> is it a perk, or is it a sex toy? It's a perk. It is a sex toy. Fuck. <laughs> it's going to be good. Yeah, we're back to, my, back to my comfort level of putting Keith in the hot seat. <laughs> Number two, Bionic Bullet. That is a perk. That is a sex toy. What? <laughs> Number three, silver bullet. Perk? That is a sex toy. Jesus! <laughs> All right. Oh. 
Uh, if I don't know for sure it's a perk, I'm going to call it a sex toy. Number four. Change my strategy. Number four, penetrator. <laughs> Why? Uh, Fallout 4. It's a, it's a vibrator, isn't it? No, it's a perk. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. Penetrator? Penetrator. Disgusting. Yeah, I believe it's that uh, it's armor piercing. The bullets become armor piercing. <laughs> okay. Number five, liberator. Ugh. <laughs> Why do we got to conquer our genitals, everybody? <laughs> like, all this, like, weird. I did it. I came. Put a flag down. <laughs> Jesus. That's, that's what putting a flag down is, is it's just coming on a national level. Uh... Liberator is a perk. It is a sex toy. Jesus. Number six, water dancer. This is a <laughs> sex toy. It is a sex toy. Okay. Number seven, aqua girl. Sex toy. Perk. What? Number eight, party girl. That's a perk. Perk. Number nine, action girl. It's a it's a dildo. It's a perk. Fuck! <laughs> I have too much fun making these. Oh, these are disgusting. Number 10, Casanova. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> this is disgusting. <laughs> Casanova. Yeah, it's a perk. That's a sex toy. <laughs> Jesus. Aristotle what is, this is game? enjoying this one. <laughs> Number 11, Commando. Ew. <laughs> That's a perk. That is a perk. Yeah. Number 12, Mr. Sandman. That's a perk. That is a perk. 13, Power Tripper. Oh, uh, <laughs> this one sounds like it needs to be plugged in at all times. No matter how you answer it, I think you're correct. This is a sex toy? This is a sex toy. Yeah. 14, Life Giver. <laughs> I love Aristotle laughing. Life Giver. Oh, Jesus. That's a perk. That is a perk. 15, Mysterious Stranger. That's a perk. Yes. And the last one, number 16, and this one might be difficult, but Buddy Douche and Enema System. <laughs> <laughs> Repeat it one more time. <laughs> I don't know that again. Repeat it one more time. But Buddy Douche and Enema System. That's a perk. Isn't that when the yeah. guy comes out and shoots the person yeah, or whatever? Yeah, that's, that's yeah, when the critical happens? Yeah, this has been Perk from Fallout 4, an upsettingly real name for a sex toy. And yeah, I Googled these. I'm not thrilled about the whole thing. Keith, you did pretty well at the end there. You did, you're on a list now. A good list. I'm on a you're serious. You're on a great list. I'm on a list of people who fuck. Who know uh, how to party, apparently. Who, who fuck guns. That's what <laughs> that's the list that I'm on. So I'm on the, the same list as... You know, all of uh, Montana. <laughs> yeah, it's like, is this a sex toy or a, a ship that the Navy named? Oh, my God. They're all... When I got to Liberator, I was like, yeah, I know what this is. When, when it was Liberator <laughs> and I looked at the perks and it said Penetrator, I was like, Jesus Christ. See, I wanted to videotape you doing this, like just a tape of you just like not even fully laughing hard, just going like... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just like writing these down. <laughs> And I knew I was going to make the last one um, the most obvious sex toy name in the world, but when I saw Butt Buddy Douche and Enema System, <laughs> I really like, guys, just a smidge on the nose. <laughs> yeah. All over the rest of your body. hey hey Oh, I got to get rid of the word hey um, <laughs> So what about this game, Jesse? I've beaten this game 
three times? Yeah, I think I have two. Um, this happens with every Bethesda game. Yeah, it's just it's just replayable because there's so much. It's replayable, much. but you eventually get to a point where you're like, oh, I am God. Every one of uh, of Bethesda's games to me is uh, is a buffet that you create. Yeah. And then you just get to show up and just have everything you want. Be like, I'm bored of this. I'm going to have this now. I'm bored of this. I'm going to have this now. It It happens to me with a lot with games, and it's hard... It's like how we watch comedies or we watch certain movies and shows and things like that. The mystique and the magic is sometimes gone, right. and it's just an engine. Right. And it's just like I yeah. see the parts of it or very, whatever. Like, very much Bethesda games in the last decade have just been playing engines. Yeah. And that's really it. And, um, you know, there's there's some parts of that that are still very fun. But, like, I'll never make a settlement, like, from scratch because they're glitchy as fuck and they don't work. I get really excited and I'll make a city and then I'll just become bored because I'm like, oh, it serves no real purpose. There's there's nothing in the game that matters. Because they're like, you're going to make crops, you can do this. I'm like, oh, I'm going to trade with other settlements. It's like, no, all your settlements, there's no real difference. But again, between, like, this and a Skyrim game, Fallout 4 has so much more character because it has a sense of humor. And I, I will say I do think the characters in Fallout 4 have a good deal of personality and the the one that comes to mind for me is Nick Valentine. Nick is like the saving grace of the of the game. Nick is an amazing character. He's like he 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 I, he's not the same. He gives off a Bob Ross, Mister Rogers sort of feel. He, I just he like does. he genuinely gives off like I just want to hug you sort of feel. Uh, Nick Valentine is what happens if Mister Rogers sees sees too much shit. Yeah, and he's just like he's mor- morally he's very good. He's got a great uh, center to him. But he's like a broken down synth. Everyone knows yeah. he's a synth, but everyone loves him. That his, sort of thing. The, the thing that that this game does really well is, and I know this is like a Bethesda thing through and through, is they have these companion characters that they give you, and halfway through, if you start to do things that they like, they start to admire you. Yeah, and that's when they open up to you and they tell you a bit of their backstory, and when you can press them for more information, and then towards the end when they really respect you you get to go on these side missions with them that change their character completely. Do you remember Nick Valentine's? Um, I do not. The finish, I don't not. Basically, Nick Valentine's character has a personality because he's an old uh, Bostonian cop yeah. who is hunting down a mobster. It's not Whitey Bulger in the game, but it's Whitey Bulger. Right. And uh, if you've ever seen Black Mass, that's Whitey Bulger. So, if you've ever seen The Departed, that's Whitey yeah, Bulger. Jack Nicholson's character is just Whitey Bulger. So um, so they're hunting down this this guy, this cop is, and he gets killed. Yeah. And they basically take his personality and his brain and they implant it into the synth. And so Nick Valentine has this memory of this guy who killed the woman he loved and who got away with everything. And he's like, I know he turned himself into a ghoul. I know he's underground somewhere. I know how to find him. We got to hunt him down. We got to kill this guy so that I can finally be free in my memory and be my own person. And you hunt. It's really hard. You have to go collect hollow tapes from yep. every single police uh, police precinct in the game. And it's very spread out. And then you can put together the code and then take Nick to kill him. And then they have these moments where they're like, he idolizes you. And he has this amazing like, who am I now? I can be my own person. What do I even want to do? This is incredible. Like, I've got your back forever kind of moment. And it's really touching. And Nick as a character is an amazing piece of work. And, he, and the, the voice actor plays it extremely well. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the characters in this game, that's why I like Kate so much. Because her whole thing is like, I'm a drug addict. I need your help getting clean. Right. They all are, or Curies, who's the synth that you, the synth that you find uh, in one of the underground bunkers. 
and she's like, I, I'm a robot, but I want to be a person. Right. Could we get me a synth body? And like, you find all these fun things about all these characters, and that to me makes it much more rewarding. Is those, uh, it, it's it's not the quest. It's the companions and it's the relationships you build throughout the game that I think are much more interesting and make it worth playing. You didn't say dog meat once. I was you didn't say of, dog meat once. You didn't me. bring him up once. Been a because he's a, he's a good dog. He's a good boy. He's a great dog. And he's, he admires you from the get-go. I you don't lo- have to convince him. I've never been more pissed off than when my dog gets shot. I freak <laughs> out. On, I throw grenades everywhere. That's true. I've seen your dog get shot in real life, and you don't give a fuck. I freak out. Ow. Please, please don't send us angry messages. That's not true. That's a fake thing that we and made if up. You do. Uh, I want to hear them. Make, uh, <laughs> call us. Leave a voicemail. Dog meets uh, a very good boy. By the way, I was playing uh, Skyrim the other day, and I got to a, a bucket filled with just like meat. Like there's just kind of some kind of like horrible torture butcher room. Yeah. And I looked over to it, and it said dog meat. And I was just like, I took a screen grab because I was like, man. This is a very unceremonious way to get rid of a Fallout <laughs> companion if ever there was one. See, I want to play Skyrim where it's literally like, I'm like, I just want to go hunting for deer or yeah. something. Like, that's all I want to do. Like, just can I just chill. do that instead yeah. of being like forced in other situations? But I don't know. That's my world. Do we want to jump in to our final segment? I feel like, I mean, we can. I feel like there's so much more I could say about Fallout 4, about like how wonderful it is to see Boston and to enjoy it from that point of view and to like, it's all these fucking towns that I grew up around. We will find someone who played it and talk more about it. Okay, in we can do that. that. We'll do that. But if we'll, you want to we'll jump back. in, guys, uh, you know, we, we do our segments. We, we, we like doing final segments. We like doing know. final segments. And, you know, we, we do final five with every one of our guests. And, you know, we did my final five episode and Keith's final five episode will come up at some point soon. Uh, we won't tell him when. We'll just convince him that Betsy Sidaro is coming in, and then she won't. And then I assume every podcast is just gonna be a trap. I know. From here on out, this thing is a trap for me. Uh, fun fact: this yeah. whole podcast yeah. has been about Final Fantasy VIII. I've just oh, been wow. saying Fallout Four the entire time. <laughs> I was not prepared. I know. Very, I love, very impressive. I love that Balam is in Boston. But so we 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 wanted to do a Final Five that was original, and so we challenged the other person to come up with a Final Five that was. We, we're not going to answer the same questions. Mm-mm. You came up with your final five for I me, my and final I came five, up with my final five Are we going you. to take turns back and forth, or are we going to do your final five and then my final five? What do you want to do? Let's take turns back and forth. Okay. All right. All right do you, you want to start? Okay, I'll go first. You, you, start, you start. Question one. Mm-hmm. If you could get rid of one book in history, what book would it be? Religious included. Yeah, I was... <laughs> I, the problem wasn't, what do I say? <laughs> The problem was, how do I gently <laughs> break to anybody? The Bible. The Bible. The Bible. The Bible? The Bible. Oh, and the Bible. I Could I get rid of the Bible? I'd like to get rid of the, the Bible. Bible. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, Jesus, wow. <laughs> we got there fast for me. All right. Question one. If you could have one video game item in real life, what would it be? Uh, Phoenix Down. <laughs> How many of them? Can I have 99 yes, or whatever? Yes, you can. Like, what's the limit? Like, 99 somebody's lives. Somebody's dying in front of me. If my parents die in front of me, Phoenix Down. I'm going to be like, die by yourself. I'm not doing this <laughs> ever you, again. <laughs> can you imagine being in like a bus that crashes? <laughs> 
and, and being like, guys, it's all right. I have five Phoenix Downs. And they're like, don't you have 99? You're like, I have five, I have five. Phoenix Downs. I don't know all of these people, Jerry. <laughs> I'm dying. How old are you? 47. That's, that's, that's getting there. Uh, that's getting the there. That's you know, on the you, cusp. You probably had a good life if you this were, one. If, if you had said 37, I'd been like, all right. But 40, it's like, <laughs> I don't, I, I, who'd you vote for? <laughs> Phoenix Downs to me, because what else am I going to say? If I get like, Squall's gun blade. I'm not gonna know how to use it. <laughs> like I just have a cool gun blade. I'm like, give me Phoenix Downs. I can make people come back to life. That's fair. I don't have to be a doctor or anything. No. All right, Question there you go. Two. Counter he's a cherry cruise. Uh <laughs> question two. If you could have dinner with three people, who would they be? But also when you're doing it, you're like, I'm eating. Can you can you swim? Can you just <laughs> I don't talk to them? I love the idea. <laughs> Of taking these questions and making them power moves. <laughs> They're no longer about the experience of getting to know a person or having anything fun. It's just being like, how can I flex on this idiot right now? Pretty much. Pretty much. Three people. Dead or alive? Yeah. Probably. And they have to be dead. <laughs> <laughs> that was that joke uh, to me is still so funny. If I could have dinner with anybody, dead or alive, I think I'd choose alive. Yeah. <laughs> Um, oh man, who's, oh, who's super, there's a part of me that's like, wouldn't it be fun to have dinner with, uh, all the Beatles except Ringo? He's <laughs> 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 just talking about Ringo? I don't think that's my actual answer. He's probably used to it, let's be honest. I think, I, I think the only way the four Beatles ever have dinner together at any point in their careers is if somebody asked Ringo, if you could have dinner with three people, who would they be? <laughs> And he was like, my bandmates. And they were all like, I guess we have to now. I don't know. Like, who are the coolest people to ever live? Um, when you think of, like, this person's amazing and badass. Like, what can I get to know from them? Or I just want to be around them for a little bit? Yeah. I might, I might choose to have dinner with the three richest people in the world mm -hmm. just to listen and be like, what the fuck is wrong with you psychopaths? Yeah. I'd be very interested in that. Hmm. That's a weird answer, but I, I think that's, that's my choice. I feel like there'd be so much to understand and gain and then just come back to all the regular people and be like, guys, I know how we can fucking end this shit. <laughs> they told me all their secrets like a bunch of idiots. They're crazy people. So who do you got, Jess? Yeah, those three richest people. Whoever three richest like, people. Whoever's up there, I want to know what the fuck that life is like so I can shudder in, in fear. Number two, in your opinion, what is the worst single line ever spoken in a video game? Um, follow me. <laughs> follow me or like anything that's like, let's go together yeah. is... I have to go super slow. Yeah, let's tail them. If I Ugh. go left, I have to start over. Like anything that's like, I'm going to go with you. Anything's companion quest. Oh my God, it's slow, yes. and it's like, I it's always want to lose my mind. It's the worst. Because this might as well be timed. It's just yeah. like, I know if I go too far forward, too far left, any of this, like, I'm just screwing it, it up. In the Bethesda games, if you go too far forward, a lot of the times in Skyrim, they'll just stop walking. Yeah. Like, it drives me bonkers. It's frustrating. Question three. If money was an issue, what kind of car would you drive? If money wasn't an issue? Money was an issue. I don't know, because, like... You I wouldn't care. But if you could have any car. <clears throat> any car. I mean, like... You've never thought about it. That's why I'm asking. I know. 
Because I'm not like a car guy. I know you're not. I once drove a BMW. When I was, <laughs> when I was, when I, when I was, I was going to prom with Erin Bly, and her mom had a BMW, and she was like, "You guys don't take a limo. Drive my BMW." And I was like, "Okay." That's weird. Don't fucking limo. Fucking my BMW. Yeah, and I mean, we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Because we found a limo when he fucked in the... No, it's not true. That's not... That'd be... I mean, that'd be hilarious. Just like, what, an abandoned limo by the side of the road? Um, <laughs> it's know. just something funny about a parent for prom or whatever. You're yeah. not going to get drunk in a limo. Get drunk, drunk in, in my, my car. car. That's what you should be getting drunk. Yeah, I mean, it is, it is an interesting family. But <laughs> I, 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 I like Audis. They, they're like... I want a car that's like not too crazy ostentatious. Because you're just like, I just want to like be comfortable... And, and have a car that doesn't shake when it goes above 45. <laughs> As somebody who grew up driving a Saturn Ion, I want a car that's not plastic if I ever buy a car. Yeah, it's, it's like, I would just say Prius, but I'm like, I don't, if I could have an option, I wouldn't want a no, Prius. No, I don't want a Prius because apparently they're incredibly easy to break into and they get like <laughs> built down for parts. And also, I was told that the carbon footprint of them is just as high as a normal car because of how much energy it takes to make that damn battery inside of it. Jesus. Right? Anyway, question three. <laughs> if you had to spend the rest of your life with one video game character, who would it be and why? Um, My final five is much more video game centric. <laughs> Mystique, because she can turn into other people. <laughs> <laughs> but it's still the same personality underneath Nah, it. but I mean, I could, she could pretend. Wow. I don't care. I'm around one person the <laughs> rest of my life. I have to be the same person or whatever. That's I'd true. be jealous. Poor, Mystique must be so bored by everybody who I isn't assume, her. I assume, yeah. Oh, my God. That's so Her mimicking you and making fun of you must be the greatest burns of all time. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm Keith. I look like this. Yeah, she got me. That's a... That is a DNA perfect impression of what hey I guys, am. Hey guys, what do I look like? Keith? No, I'm an idiot. Yeah. They're like, nice. <laughs> that would be so good. That'd be a great burn. That burn would land every fucking time. Uh, Damn. Question four. Sure. Should you have to have to take a test in order to have a kid? No, you should have to take six tests. <laughs> you kidding me? Stop having kids because you think you're supposed to. Do you want to dedicate the rest of your life to making this tiny person the best person? They, not the person you want them to be. Not a little version of you. Do you want a new person to show up in the world and all of a sudden you have to be like, one, who is this person? Two, how do I make them the best version of that person that I can be? And three, I'm going to give up my hopes and dreams along the way. Because if the answer is no, you don't get to have a baby. <laughs> you barely get to have a dog. That's a living thing that you're responsible for. And the rest of us have to... D How many fucking shitty people have you gotten to the back of an Uber with and oh. been like, thank God your parents fucked without a comment for this <laughs> one. We don't need more of that. <clears throat> Question four. If <laughs> Sorry. Yes, they should. <laughs> Question four. If your life was a video game, what would the final boss be and how would you defeat it? My final boss? Mm-hmm. I don't know, like a depression cloud? <laughs> uh, how would I beat a depression cloud? A question worth answering for anybody. Uh, I don't know, throw my accomplishments at it? <laughs> uh, my positive fireball. Uh, uh, list of accomplishments. Um, I don't know. Probably. I mean, in my world, if I could make my own game, essentially, be... Uh, 
me opening doors for people and being polite and asking people if they need help or anything in my local community, and then just fucking overthrowing the government at night, <laughs> just fucking doing my thing. Got it, persona you're five. A, if you're a corrupt politician, oh man, do I want to take you down. It's pretty good. Pretty good. It's pretty good. But the correct answer was kicking that cloud in the nuts. <laughs> uh, question five. Mm-hmm. And again, completely original. Sure. And steal this from anyone because I didn't. Uh, if heaven exists, what would you like to say to God when you when you arrive at the pearly gates? What do you want to say to him? How dare you? Why? No, Is that what that's you what say? I would say. To How him. dare you? How dare you stand up here, you worthless piece of shit? How fucking dare you have the gall to make that and then not subject yourself to it? You know what? You go down there. I'm gonna be up here for an eternity now. When you get back, when you get back up here, you let me know what you think, and I'll and I'll say something wise to you when you get up here. He flashes back. He's got dirt and trash all over him. He's like, "The rent's ridiculous." We're I'm like, like we "Yeah, know. we know. Yeah, we know." And you were in Idaho. <laughs> Fuck off. Back down. We came very close, by the way. Why? What'd you come up with? Question five, and yeah. again, completely original. <laughs> If hell exists, yes. what would you like to hear Satan say to you when you arrive at the barbed wire fence? Fuck yeah, man! <laughs> <laughs> this is where the cool cats are at. I mean, honestly, I mean, you and I have this conversation all the time. When somebody's religious and they're just like, oh, we don't want you to be able to have abortions. We want to control you, we want to control that. It's like, just let them go to hell. Yeah. If they just let them do whatever they're going to do and yeah. let them go to hell if that's the issue. If that's, if that's, what, that's what you think happens. If that's what you think's going to happen. Let it happen. Let them go to hell. More heaven space for you. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? If you hate all, if you hate me because I'm a sinner or anything, cool. Let me go to hell. Leave me alone. I don't know, um, listeners, if if you've caught the, the through line of today's episode. <laughs> we don't believe in God. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> And I would get rid of the Bible. (laughs) (laughs) This has been Final Five. Final Five. Very nice. Very good. Very nice. Jesse. Keith. We have one final thing. (laughs) And it's not really the final thing. Uh, It's not? Is it two things? Two final things. Okay. Jesse. Keith. Where's your favorite place to Where's your favorite place to eat? Mm Mm-hmm. In Boston. That's, oh. not, that's not Wings. I feel like you asked me this. That's not Wings. I said Piatini's. I thought you said the Wing Place. The Wing It and then Spike Junkyard Dogs and then Piatini's. And you then, know what? What? Keith, yeah. what's your favorite place in New York City to eat? Um, uh, Honestly, go to Two Bros on um, hey, all right. 8th Ave... And 30, 30th? 30, is yeah, it you're right. 30th? It's up by like 39th. It's up 39th. by 39th. Yeah, it's up there. Um, I recommend it because if you go to it, it's this really shitty. It's not good pizza. It's not good. It's $1 it's slices. Not, it's $1 slices. Um, but if you go there, there is a building right next to it of all these glass windows, and it's all dance studios. Yeah. Um, and so there's you all, can watch amazing there's all dance these people dancing and stuff like that. So you'll never have a more New York experience than getting dollar slices. It's like, Two fifty for two slices and a soda or whatever, and, and it's homeless loud. people. It's loud. You're around the city. There's homeless people asking for food. There's fucking rats running around everywhere. Like, it is the most New York experience you will ever have. Fuck, I, I haven't missed New York really since leaving it yeah. three years ago. 
until just now. Right. I forgot about that dance studio. Yeah, there's parts in New York that are like, this is magical. You feel alive. You feel like you're part of that organism. Yeah. yeah. And then and then you get on that subway where- And uh, you hate and life. And you're just you like, hate, you're you like, hate. wow, I am alive. Yeah, yeah. That's- Oof. 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 <laughs> Fallout 4! We did it. Wait, Keith. What? I was hoping you'd ask me about my favorite place to eat in New York City. It's not- It's not Two Bros? No, it's not. It's not Taco Truck, and it's not- uh, I uh I want to I want to throw a plug out Do it. to uh Pies and Thighs in Brooklyn. Yes, okay. Pies and Thighs in Brooklyn and both both that and Pie Hole assuming it's still around. Pie Core? Yes, yeah, sorry, Pie Core. Pie Core over in Greenpoint has a get the chicken pot pie and then get the cranberry pie slice and it's the most or amazing whatever thing you'll ever dessert eat. Sl- pie it's, pie they're making it's just get it just get it it's the best pie and then in the world. Go to Pies and Thighs in Brooklyn and get the the spicy chicken biscuit and you're fucking welcome. That's it. That's it. That's it, guys. Keith, what would you like to plug? Uh, treat yourselves well. Be nice to each other. Uh, play some fun video games. Death Stranding's coming out in November. Guys, games are coming out. Let's get pumped. Let's do it. Let's do it. And I would like to plug, uh, Aristotle and I are starting our own podcast without Keith. He's just finding out about it now. <laughs> Aristotle's laughing. Keith's like, this isn't a fun bit. Good. <laughs> I need to get away from this. I need something else to do. Uh, but that's it. We're going to read questions now, right? Is that what we're going to do? We're going to listen to questions. Let's, we're listen let's to guys, hang around. We're going to do some voice mailbag right now and answer some of your questions. Uh, Fallout 4, check it out, and then you know play it on PC, so if there are glitches, and there will be, you can debug them with some mods. But otherwise, Keith? Jesse? Aristotle. Aristotle. Fallout 4. You're going to talk one of these days. <laughs> he shrugged. <laughs> this is New Players Join. Goodbye. Goodbye. First thing, I'm still wearing the sunglasses. <laughs> I, I do not give up the character. The character is a part of me. Hey, gang, this is Jesse. And before we jump into the voicemail bag, I wanted to remind you that Keith and I have our second ever live show coming up June 29th, 8 p.m. at the Lyric Hyperion here in Los Angeles. We've got a website set up so that you can buy tickets ahead of time. We hope to see you there. It's going to be a lot of fun. We've got Jackie Johnson coming out. She's talking about Earthbound. She's bringing the chooch, which if you don't know the chooch, the chooch is adorable, and the chooch is going to be there. And the 8-Bit Jazz Heroes are going to be there playing some songs beforehand. It's going to be an awesome time. It's June 29th, 8 p.m. at the Lyric Hyperion here in Los Angeles. Uh, we'll post the link everywhere so that you can buy tickets. We're really excited about it. But now let's jump into the mailbag. And gang, if you have any questions at all, they don't even have to be about video games. Just anything you want to ask. Have fun with it. Be real with us. Whatever you want to do. Call in. We will answer your questions. Let's get to it. Hi, my name is Chris Flores. I'm Crusader19 or Crusader18 <laughs> on, I think it's 18, on Twitter. My question is for anyone listening, really. It could be for Jesse, Keith, <laughs> Kristen, or Aristotle. My question for you is 
How many Eggo waffles do you think you have consumed <laughs> in your entire life? And how many have you eaten in one simple day? Thank you. Bye. Chris. No, man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Chris. <clears throat> Under 100 in my entire life. Wait, but answer, are, you, are you 19th or 18th on Twitter, Chris? Let's get to the <laughs> bottom of this. Be honest with us, buddy. I love uh, that. How many Eggo waffles do you think you've consumed in your entire life? A <clears throat> hundred boxes. Really? Yeah. I was never big into Eggo waffles. My parents never cooked or we never cooked ever, yeah. so I did a lot of microwave, a lot of toaster food. We, we had this microwave breakfast that I would eat all the time that was pancakes and sausage, and I don't, it was like some weird McDonald's. store. No, it was like, it, it was that kind of thing, but it was like a frozen store-bought, and it was just like... It might have been like a Howard Johnson's or something. Ah. Yeah. So you never ate Eggos. I would say I've probably eaten about 30 Eggos in my life. And I would say that in a single sitting, I could eat 15. I, excuse me, I got obsessed with the French toast Eggo <clears throat> waffle yeah, things. Yeah, go. I got really obsessed with those. Even, you don't even need to toast them. Let them thaw out and you can eat that thing. <laughs> <laughs> Tastes great. Chris. So, oh, you were So zero go. for you? I, no, Maybe I, 10? I, I would, how many Give could a I number. eat? I said like 30. 30? Yeah. How many could you fit in a simple sitting? Is that what he's asking? Yeah, 15. In one single sitting, I think I could I could down 15 of those suckers. They're so thin. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm a hungry man. Yeah, I could do 15. With hungry plants. Yeah, I could do 15. I could do 15. Whenever I eat a real waffle, I get pissed off at Eggo waffles. I'm like, Eggos are tiny! Jesus! Uh, I go pancakes over waffles every time. Come at me, internet. <laughs> I just start attacking Jesse. <laughs> like Where'd you get that pipe? Come on, kill you! All right, next question. What's up, guys? This is uh, Doc Brown Bear. Yeah. I'm just wondering whose dad would win in a fight. <laughs> yes. All right. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. All right. Here we go. I want to be as I want to be as fair as possible. Doc. I want to be as fair as possible. Okay. My dad against your dad. Your dad's got a height advantage. My dad would win. Now. <laughs> Your dad with a weapon versus my dad. My dad would win. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm thinking your dad, your dad treat, like I would try to picture your dad as like a fighter, as like a villain. He'd outthink my, out my dad. My dad's nickname in high school was Crazy Neil. I love that. And it's because uh, one day, my dad, my dad is five foot four, and he is a computer engineer yeah. who is now retired. But my dad, when he was in high school, when he was a freshman, would get picked on a bunch. And one day, he was walking through the halls with his books, and some dude who was bullying him slapped the books down to the floor and kept walking. And my dad was, like, just picking up the books, like, hating this dude. And he looked off in the distance, and the bully had stopped, and he was talking to a girl right in front of the door to the girl's bathroom. And so my dad took his books, and he immediately made them into a pile, and he set them aside. And then with about 50 feet to spare... He got a full sprinting start. I mean, as fast as he could. And he shoulder barreled through this dude and sent him flying with all of his books and papers into the girl's bathroom. <laughs> and it was like this kind of swinging door, apparently. And he said that you could see the papers fluttering down slowly and just hear, you just heard like four girls scream. <laughs> and, <run out. laughs> and nobody ever fucked with Crazy Neil ever again. Oh, that's good. That's good. How big is your dad? He was a horrifying looking man. I he, mean, he's he, big now. He's from, he's not even that big. He's like 5'9", but he like, 
played sports. He's from the south side of Chicago. He, like, his parents didn't give a fuck about him. He's yeah. been working his whole life. And my mom is, like, this blonde bombshell who was, like, this amazing speed skater that I'm, like, my dad looks like a nerd. Like, yeah. He looks like the br- brunette from Revenge of the Nerds. So it's, like, <laughs> that's what he looks like. But he's, like, he's a, you can tell, like, a muscular guy. And I always thought, I'm, like, man, how'd you, like, bag that? And I saw a picture when he was younger. I was, like, oh, you are a massive machine yeah. of a man. Yeah, I, I shook your dad's hand before. I, I know the guy. <laughs> Yeah, you know, Keith, Keith's dad would win the fight. Doc Brown Bear, excellent question, and good to hear from you, buddy. Uh, next question. Hey, Doc Brown Bear here. I'm just wondering, what is you guys' favorite video game T-shirt you've ever had? New player has joined. Next question. <laughs> uh, next question. Doc for two. Hey, guys. Doc Brown Bear. <laughs> uh, I just want to know where... You two stand on the 2D versus 3D debate, different categories. 2D Mario or 3D Mario? Ooh. 2D Zelda or 3D Zelda? 2D fighting games or 3D fighting games? Oh, fuck. Two-dimensional <laughs> characters or three-dimensional characters? I don't know. Uh, 2D, 3D. You like width <laughs> and length and height or not? Nah, just give me two of them. Who knows? You do. That's what I'm asking. <laughs> Talk. <laughs> Let me just make sure that he's not. Okay, that was the last one. That's uh, so funny. Very Thank good. Three D versus two D. Fighting games. Two D. I yeah. like. I like a Street Fighter two mm-hmm. game. Like that's what I want the I think whole that's what, time. I think that's what it has to be too. Um, Zelda. My heart classic belongs. Is my heart belongs to the original classic, NES one. But again, I'm gonna say Ocarina, yeah. so I'm thinking 3D. Um, for Mario, this becomes Mario. super difficult for me. <sighs> Mario Odyssey and Mario 64 are both so fucking amazing. They're both like genuinely incredible games. But to play Mario like old school with my brothers is one of the most formative things in terms of video games that that I've been through. And so I think I got to go 2D. Take away. The nostalgia, feeling. right? Take, tell me, like now, right now, because mm-hmm. obviously you're coming from a place of 3D doesn't exist in your head, right? It's just 2D, right? Well, not because you know when I played the the Mario games for the for the Wii, I loved those games, right? And I think they're such a fucking blast. I don't know. There's something that there is a kind of the 3D control will always be a little bit more awkward for me, right? And the 2D control always just feels so smooth and like it flows. A 2D's a 2D Mario game just flows so readily out of my fingertips. And a 3D one is enchanting, but a little bit more awkward for me. And so God, I don't know. It's hard. Because all I'm thinking is like New Donk City right now. You remember that set Yeah, piece? I'm in th- which we liked the part when it made you go 2D. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I would say 3D. I just have to say 3D. I my brain is telling me is telling me 3D. My heart is telling me 2D. Because 2D my is, spleen 2D, is like like my genuine uh, self that I want to hug is telling me 2D. But I know in my head I'm like I'll eventually get bored. I want to see better graphics, that sort of thing. Yeah, I get that. Next, Doc Brown Bear, killing it, killing Good it. Good questions, thanks, man. Hi, this is Finicky Fox. Uh, you guys can tell it's me because I'm both so finicky and so foxy. I just want to let you guys know that if you never do Doom, that is completely okay with me. <laughs> you do not have to do Doom at all. 
Also, uh, Billy Yum Yum wanted me to ask you guys who <laughs> your main Smash character is and why. Uh, but yeah, love the pod. Keep it going. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you, Finicky Fox. Thank you, definitely Finicky Thank Fox you, Finicky and not Fox. Billy Yum Yum. Yeah, we appreciate that. You, uh, uh, you, uh, you have a much more manly voice than we would have assumed uh, you would have. You sound exactly how I assumed. <laughs> um... <laughs> What is it that Finnick, she used to say uh, when she logged on, she would just... Uh, What's up, losers? Yeah, or something up, like, losers? What's up, losers? That's how she would greet us. What a burn. <laughs> it's like one of our first fans. It was great. Finnicky Fox, how you doing? Um, so yeah, we'll never do Doom, don't worry. Uh, <laughs> we're going to do Doom in the future. Nobody's brought up Doom. That's why we're eventually doing like, yeah. these episodes. It's like, we just want to talk about the games we want to talk about. Um, uh, Smash what, characters? Smash characters. Good question, not Billy Yum Yum. Uh... <laughs> I, I go Kirby. I'm basic. I I fuck people up with Ganondorf. Yeah, I, fuck, I bet you do. I, I beat the crap out of like, I'm like, this character is unfair, <laughs> it's, honestly. It's when he pulls though, a sword out, it is like an unfair move. It's as though Ganondorf is Keith's dad and every other Smash character is my dad. <laughs> <laughs> he That's shakes everyone's un- hands and they're all like, God, Jesus your hand. Christ. What, what are you, a plumber? No. no oh my God. No. What do you do? Whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> Jesus. Um, Ganondorf, uh, Kirby is a go-to for me. Um, Captain Falcon, if I'm Falcon, feeling a little bit fast. Uh, I like Final Fantasy, so I'll play Cloud if yeah. he's available, because uh, he's a fun character to play as. I still haven't unlocked him. But yeah, Ganon's my go-to. Kirby, just fun. Pikachu for the sillies. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Ness, if I'm trying to be a badass I'm and be su- like, I'll beat you with Ness. I'm surprisingly good with Ness, even though I don't like him. Um... Yeah, those are my characters. Nice. Nice. Thank you, Finicky Fox. Thanks, Billy Finicky Fox. <laughs> yum, yum. Finicky Fox. Am I on with them, or am I talking to the voicemail again? It's, it's them this time. Yes? Jesse and Keith, this is James Lipton. You are stealing my question. You may count this voicemail has another cease and desist against you. Stop using my questions. Fuck you, fuck you man. James. Fuck you, you Yo, motherfucker. Don't, don't do that on shit. our show. I'll murder you. How dare I'll you? I'll murder you. How dare I'll you? I'll go Keith's dad on you. I do not show up on your show and tell you that you suck, even though I've tried multiple times. Thank you for your Thank question. Thank you for your question. It's a very thoughtful question. Thank you so much. <laughs> Hey, this is Danny. Um, I've been listening to you guys since day one. I randomly find you guys on, on looking for a podcast, something new, kind of fill my days, and you guys have made me laugh from day one. Wow. Like I said, I big fans. Anytime I, I need to, anytime anybody ask me for a recommendation for a podcast, you guys are my number one go to. Hell yeah! Thank you guys so much for making me laugh. And uh, you know, fuck James Lipton. Just, <laughs> just fuck him. If he ever calls you again, just let me know. He's, he's a bad guy, you know. You guys do your thing. All right. Once again, peace out. Thank you, guys. Our fans are uh, doing bits. I love our, our fans. Our fans are doing oh, bits with us. This is so crazy. Oh, Danny, thank you so thank much. Thank you so and much. And you're right about that guy. Fuck him. He's the worst. He's the worst. We- <laughs> oh, my God. That's so fucking funny. Our fans are doing bits on our show. I love this. <laughs> video game I podcast. I love this. We just damnation of James Lipton. Oh, oh this my is so God. Good. This is amazing. I love this. Danny, thank you so much for listening, and thank you so much for being an awesome You're kind You're the best, dude. Thank you. Thank you. Hi, my name's Clay. I live in Iowa. I just want to let you guys know that you popped my uh, 
podcast, Cherry. I originally got into podcasts to, you know, listen to self-improvement podcasts, and I ended up just wasting a lot of time listening to you guys, which has been great. <laughs> um, Thank you for being honest. Yeah, there's that. So a secret, a secret for me is, so I have really bad anxiety, and, you know, I, I think it's great that you guys talk about that in video games, and sometimes I get so nervous I poop my pants. <laughs> so there's that. Then a question for you guys. So pretend this isn't a weird question. If you could have sexual relations with any video game character, who would it be and why? Thanks, guys. Keep doing what you're doing. Bye. Clay. I've never thought about this. Uh... <laughs> Aristotle, who? Shaking his head. Aristotle sang all three of the battle toads. Okay. All three. <laughs> Uh, first of all, Clay, thank you for sharing you. a secret. Thank you for sharing uh, that you have anxiety. Good secret. Jesse yeah. suffers from anxiety. I'm perfect. Uh... <laughs> I, I suffer from so much anxiety. Samesies. Um, uh, we, we both go to you, therapy. Yeah, we do. Um, sexual relations with a character. With any character. Now, any is game. it only one? What is that? I mean, what is, is that? Is it mean? like I need to? What? Right, what, what is, is so that funny, mean? Aristotle? You're getting greedy. I'm on not this? getting greedy. I'm getting trying to. Greedy I'm trying to understand this? what the questions are. Because if it was, hey, like, whatever. Do you? How yeah. many people at once or whatever? I don't know. Oh my God, I'm going crazy here. Sure, but sure, here's sure. the thing. I want to know: is it just one? Because it turns into no. I want to have sex with like the really cool character. If it's just one. If I'm going by, do I want to have sex with that really cool character, or do I want to have sex with the most attractive character? Yeah. That's what I'm asking. I want to know what you think those two are. So if, like, I don't know, pick any female from Overwatch. <laughs> 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 it's like they exclusively made their butts and their women to, like, look at, like voluptuous and all this sort of stuff. Yeah, It's they, very creepy. They, it is. It is. But also... Tifa Final Fantasy Seven is just boobs. Yeah, and like, it's there's, very... there's a lot of there's a lot of video game stuff that we don't really talk about. There's a lot of Persona Five. Come I, on, I know. Literally, I know. like that's our favorite game. I want to tell you about that because everybody just constantly asks Lady On, "Who you dating? Who's your boyfriend?" Listen, like, there's a lot of gross. Persona shit. Five to me is almost a perfect game, and the thing that knocks it down to almost a perfect game is that it oversexualizes its female characters, like. It is gross the way it's it treats really, its female characters. It's really, anytime Ons alone with any dude, it's like, it what's me, your deal? It makes it's me disgusting. fucking uncomfortable. Um, so that's why, again, he's asked us in these pretenses, I can be as disgusting as I want. Yeah. <laughs> uh, wrecking Ball from Overwatch. Uh, <laughs> Just for <laughs> that the, got the robotic voice to hear, like, yeah, you're doing it. Uh, uh, perhaps the doctor from Persona 5. She's cool. She's pretty badass. See, but then I'm actually thinking like real video game characters. Okay, tell me about some of the, I mean like Samus. Laura Croft. Laura Croft. Samus. Zelda. This is a very, listen. That's what I'm saying. So here's the thing. I'm not going off attractiveness anymore. I'm going off of who would I want to have sex with. This this is a very straight male moment we're having right here. You should be listening to this podcast at full volume right now. And somebody across the street will scream out, do you have any pot? (laughs) What I'm trying to get at is, Normally, we don't talk about this kind of thing. Because who abruptly just yells this at everybody? Because, well, because this is this is kind of the stereotype, right? That one of the uh, one of the um, the knocks against video games is that they're just an expression of uh, of like the shitty male shitty fantasy. male toxicist. Yeah, yeah, which I get. But 
if you want to have sex with people in the real world, <laughs> and you start to identify video game characters, this is getting real murky go, over here. Go, this is buddy. Real go, murky. Jesse. Get it out. I don't know. I'm just Say I'm it. trying to vocalize. Oh this is God, what most I can't of, wait. This, this is, is so what good. therapy is like oh, for me. Is so good. As I just talk to myself, my therapist goes, just nods. He's like, yeah. uh-huh. And you're like, I'm a crazy yeah. person. And he's like, I'm just waiting <laughs> for the awful to spill out of your dumb mouth hole. Who? Okay. If we're going, obviously Yuna. What are we doing? Yuna? Yeah. Because she's a summoner? Because she's, she's cool? Because she's bad. I'm not saying you're going to be in a relationship with her. They did not ask that. It is sexual relations. Oh. This is also the oh, longest we've had to answer this question. Can you tell how uncomfortable <laughs> I am answering this question? <laughs> then that's what we're talking oh, about. I'm not God. saying marriage. Oh, my God. Aristotle, calm down. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how to feel about this anymore. What? Fuck, I hate this so much. I hate this so much. Like, what? Who could I pick that you wouldn't make a joke about? And it's impossible. It's, impossible. it's a video game. They don't exist. It's weird. It's so funny. That's why I said Zelda, Laura Croft, Samus. I'm just okay. I'm gonna edit out a lot of my thinking because I have to remember. <laughs> That's all staying. I just have to remember who's who. Sniper Wolf from Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. You crazy? The Russian femme fatale? Yeah. I mean, Lulu in 10. I mean, Jesus Christ. I, she's she's preposterous it's, to me. It's, it's preposterous. She's an, it's, Kristen, whenever I play that game, is like- She's like, you pervert. No, You're she, like, I know. She literally goes, use the booby lady. <laughs> And I'm like, I wanna, I wanna defend that, but I can't. You're you right. Can't. You're hundred. Like, why did She's they? She's so wise. She is so smart. What are you wearing? Just like, and I can't even. Because then, if I'm like, I'm glad she makes a joke. Because I'm like, good. If if I'd said it, it's Honestly, like, I don't have a it, right. It's it's the male equivalent of just a man wearing a banana hammock being serious. Yeah. Throughout the whole game. Can all of our listeners tell how genuinely uncomfortable it makes me <laughs> to deal with my sexuality on air? <laughs> Especially when it makes me such a clear, like, straight white guy. Because you are. I am. <laughs> so you gotta let a little bit of that out. All right. Thanks, Clay. <laughs> hey, gang. This is a huge fan. First time, long time. Dan. First and time. I had a question for you guys about video game hybrids. One of my favorite games is Rocket League. It's a hybrid of ah. soccer and cars. Racing and soccer are all in the same thing. What would be your perfect game hybrid if it already exists i want to know what it is and if it doesn't exist yet what would it be let me know uh also i pooped my pants when i was 15 and i was rollerblading all right thank you everybody bye was that wait, that was not the same person was, but it, wait what's his name dan yes it was dan and dan. no it was clay clay and dan okay that was not the same person no no no. Guess, dan. fans what are you guys what are you, what are you doing guys great what job you, good dan, job awesome what, what you thank do? you dan. while rollerblading very funny also, very good secret. dan are you dan from how stuff works Dan, are you Dan? Are you are Dan? You, are you the other Dan? Are you the other, are you Dan? the other producer? Are you How Stuff Works Aristotle's version? Is that who you are? are Doesn't you? matter. Okay, 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 okay. okay. Uh, hybrid game that comes to mind: fighting and racing is Road Rash, which I love. If we could make a hi- okay, what are games that we like? Like platformers and like RPGs. I don't know that there's an RPG platformer. Mixed this is being... big in the 90s, right? What's that? Like football, but you're zombies. Oh, yeah, zombie sports. Uh, Mutant League Hockey, Mutant, Mutant League, League Football hockey. were both super fun. I really love those games. I, man, I do I do love the crossovers. Um, See, when I think of a mixture, it just makes me think of Grand Theft Auto. I was going to say racing and blank, and I'm like, that's Grand Theft Auto. 
What are, so like fighting games, let's think of genres, RPGs, fighting games, puzzle games. Oh, oh. Uh, a puzzle game and a fighting game. Yeah. What's that sport where you have to box and also do chess? Box chess boxing. Is that just what it's, yeah, called? That's what it's called? <laughs> but you can make but but what if it was a fighting game, but in order to find the weapon that you could use, you had to solve the puzzles first. So that if you solved the puzzles and got back through the room to the other guy before uh... he had solved the puzzles, you could just wreck him. Dude, I like that. But if you both got the puzzles and solved it and got the weapons, it could be super like it would be super. Honestly, very equal. this would be a really cool battle royale game. Yeah. Where you have to jump down, you have to solve a puzzle before somebody yes. else, and you can get the guns before they yes. can, and things like. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I got Jesse pumped for a video game. dollar idea. <laughs> Aristotle is right now on his phone, <laughs> contacting <Can> we... <laughs> investors, asking questions like, "Would you like to be at the entry angel level?" Aristotle, what's the band shirt you got on? <laughs> he won't answer. <laughs> he, he almost answered, and then he stopped he himself. Aristotle does not speak. Never. Uh, Dan, thank you so much for that. That was question. such a great question. Hey, how's it going, guys? My name is David. I'm a huge fan of your podcast. Um, I'm calling. I have two things to say. Uh, three. First, you guys kick ass. Nice. Second, I was listening to the episode from yesterday about Inside, and somebody brought up Legend of Dragoon, and I just about shit my pants. <laughs> forever, you guys should totally check it out. I don't know how it stands up, but I remember my brother and I spending many hours getting through those boss fights. They were like long, epic ones like Final Fantasy VIII. Oh Lastly, I am super surprised that nobody has talked about Tony Hawk's Pro Skater breaking oh out of the God. gaming scene, which was fucking crazy at the I time. So I'd love to hear you guys talk about that as well. Thanks a ton, and have a good one. Peace. Thank thank you, David. What I mean, the hell? What is my going guys, on? What are you doing? Everybody's shitting their pants. Is the pens going to sponsor us? What is going on? But honestly, if they if they if were to give us some the money, money, guys, got the, the money. pens, it's you know, really it's a great, great, it's a great product. product. You know, you, you should take you it can, seriously. You can control your your bottles. Um, <laughs> guys, I don't even know what the question was. Tony Hawk. Uh, Tony Hawk. Yeah, yes, we'll, we'll talk Tony about. Hawk's but again, amazing. we three in a row. We got shit in your pants. Like that should be the discussion right now. <laughs> Whatever. Um, th- uh, thank you so much, man. And. Yeah, we were obsessed with Tony Hawk. I mean, I would just put on uh, Superman by Goldfinger and just rock the fuck out in every stage. He brought up Final Fantasy VIII too. I was just we were just laughing. But uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater, I am. This is one of the video games that I am so good at Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Yeah, I remember this is one of my happiest gaming moments. I'm very chill when it comes when it came to games going over people's houses. Mm-hmm. I was never like, hey, can I jump on? Can I go first? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That sort of thing. I was just always like, just I'll just let it. Let it come to me. Like, Keith, do you play NHL? Sometimes. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) That sort of thing. Uh, And they're like, Keith, you should try Tony Hawk Pro Skater. I'm like, oh, yeah, the skateboarding game. Yeah, the skateboarding game. Uh, They're like, (laughs) like, yeah, you should try it. I can do all these sorts of tricks. I'm like, yeah, I'll try it out. Because they couldn't even, like, grind. They couldn't do, like, basic stuff. They would just fall. And I would went up to it manualed before I got to it. They're like, you already know what to man. And then, like, I jumped onto it, did, like, a bunch of tricks. And like went on this huge, insane combo, and I remember one of the kids being like, "Yeah, Keith's played this." <laughs> like, that's yep. a, like everybody just seemed like, "That's so now good. like we all have to try to beat Keith yeah. at this game." And oh, I do I that with NHL all the time. But Tony Hawk, 
first game, didn't really know what it was. It yeah. was just like a fun, felt like a superhero s sort does. of it does. game where it turned your favorite turned your favorite skateboarders into like superhumans instead of just being a regular skateboarder game of nondescript people. It's like these are my favorite skateboarders. Yeah. People like actually can do Christ Air and all these sorts of things in real life, and then it changed. It became like an RPG as time went on and yeah. things like that or what have you. But it used to just be like, I want to have a better score than you. And that's, yeah, like that's it. all it, was it literally fun. was. I didn't even care about the scores. I just wanted to do some fucking fun ashtrays. And the music. The music. Goldfinger. Are you like, all the Primus. Tony Hawk games were phenomenal for their fucking soundtracks. Somebody pointed out that before uh, Pandora and Spotify existed, the only way we had to find new music was a new Tony Hawk game. Dude, it's... And it, that's correct. It's absolutely correct. I mean, that game is just fun. It's like, now we're gonna go to New York. Now we're gonna go to a mall. Now we're gonna go to a high school. And I used to be a skateboarder, so it was yeah. like right up my alley. Love it. Love it. Hey, this is Derek from Toledo. Um... Calling at two in the morning because I was listening to your guys' podcast while I'm baking, and I just so happened to do my best baking at two in the morning. I love this. But anywho, I thought that I'd ask, what is your guys' opinion on Burnout Three Takedown versus Need for Speed? Because it seems like nobody knows what Burnout is, <laughs> but in my opinion, it's one of the best racing games. And other than that, <laughs> hmm. takes no, time no. to think. <laughs> I think that's all. All right, peace. And you guys are awesome. Have a nice day, evening, night. You know, whatever. Goodbye, Derek. Thank you so Thank much. You so buddy. much. Derek. I love that you're baking. I love that you're baking. Aristotle. More people should go. Just, just come over here, guys. Just, Eric, just get. Literally, just, please, just you were you were making the biggest face when Darren said said burnout. Aristotle. Like, like, put his hands up in celebration. It, but it also looked like we dropped a piano on his shoe, and yeah. he was trying not to scream Really, pain. Really just hit like, that pinky just, toe of ah. his. Really just landed on that pinky toe. Aristotle, you play this game. You play just it a lot? Like, that's more than Need for Speed? Aristotle still refuses to speak. He Aristotle. Be, he doesn't want to be on our show. <laughs> your, your, right, your right hand is burnout. Your left hand is Need for Speed. He does this with horses, too. Okay. Ah. He's giving a big right for burnout three. He hasn't given anything for Need for Speed, and he, he's he's given a mostly thumbs down. If if he was a Roman See, emperor, I have, somebody would be mostly decapitated. Now. I have a light spot in my heart for Need for Speed because my brother's a police officer, um, and his big thing was he wanted to be a cop. So we play this game together where he'd have to try to catch me. Oh, that's and funny. I was in a cop car, and so you have to like if you can pin them in, it's like I technically caught you or whatever. Yeah. So it'd be hilarious. I'd be in a Porsche, and I would just drive way faster than him, like get right. pretty far. And he can't see me. I would stop on the side of the road <laughs> and then like wait for him to drive by me and then go the opposite way and things like that. Or he wouldn't see me and I would drive straight into him yeah. when he like wasn't expecting me to and things like that. I just picture his character getting out of the car and walking up and being like, Do you have any weed on you? <laughs> well, I think Need for Speed has fallen into the EA trap, which yeah. is a lot of these games aren't very popular. We did uh EA mobile game for Marlena Rodriguez. And that game... Oh, right. Which one was it? It was a mobile it was, game. But it was, we, it but was, we looked yeah. it up. They weren't, like, very successful. Burnout is considered, like, the better game to get at yeah. this point. Um, Jesse, you never played racing games, I never games, played... I played Need for Speed. I didn't play Burnout. I'm not a big racing guy. But everybody who's talking to me about Burnout loves... I mean, um, uh, DVK, Dan Van Kirk, talked about Burnout and uh, and really being a fan of the series. What do you think it is? you think it's just, like, they're able to portray cars better? Because this is on Metacritic. This game has a 94%. Okay. Is it... 
I think there's a lot in racing games that has to do with the physics of the car and the physics of how it feels to be in control of something. The same way God of the new God of War, it's like the physics of that axe grind feels so, uh, I don't know, feel so real or feel so satisfying. But Burnout's also like a cartoony racing right, game. Right, exactly. And so when you get that like crash moment in a game like that, it feels like it means something. It's impactful yeah. when it happens. Aristotle's nodding his head a little bit. He, yeah. he feels like it feels like. Do you like cars? You don't like cars? He doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't care about cars. cars. He doesn't <laughs> give a fuck about cars. He doesn't care. He doesn't care. Aristotle, cars in your right hand. Thumbs up, thumbs down, cars. He's he's indifferent. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> he has a microphone. <laughs> he just doesn't want to use it. We did it. We did it. We did it. We talked. Guys, you talked. We talked. You talked. You talked. We listened. Aristotle listened. He was forced to. He's he here. did it. it is, right? Was it good? He's given us He's two, two thumbs, thumbs up. up. We both we get to live. It. We dig oh it. Oh, my God. Uh, guys, thank you so much for calling in for your wonderful questions. Keith, can we give him that number one more time? That phone number is 424-256-5967. Again, 424-256-5967. 5967. Guys, uh, any questions you have? Statements. Statements. Anything you want to do? Anything you did to your pants this week? Oh my God. Just, <laughs> I cannot believe. I cannot believe that. That was hilarious. Uh, thank you so much for calling and thank you so much for listening. Keep those questions coming. Uh, we love hearing from you guys. Love you guys. Be, be cool to yourselves. Be cool to other people and enjoy life. Goodbye. Goodbye.